0: We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like E-Old Raven, Ninja Skelts, Samson Magnuson, Rx Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Bean Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Dolly Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Latoplay, Wisp, Zeke, Strawcab, That Charlie, Justin, and Listen to Zach. If you'd like to join the list of Patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to our Patreon. We Like Dota episode 338 starts now. Welcome listeners, welcome fellow Dota players. To We Like Dota, Episode Three Hundred Thirty Eight. I am your host this week, Jim, and I am joined by Charlene.
1: Hello, Jim. How are you doing? How's how's the leg?
0: Oh, it's there. It's still there. It's there. (laughs) Still on. Yep. I'm very happy that I can. I'm back in the booth, Uh, and I'm in the booth joined also by Sam.
2: Hey, Jim. Do you know what you and Tony Hawk have in
0: common? What's that? We're both world-class skateboarders? And world-class dads.
1: Aww. 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 <laughs> it was so wholesome. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I could have said that you were really old like uh, Tony Hawk, but that would have been the way meaner route.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be true also.
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, do you want to talk about your skateboarding adventure, or are we just going to brush over that?
0: Uh, yeah, I attempted skateboarding. Uh, briefly I was moving along the ground for about three seconds then directly up in the air for a second uh, then I was driven to a hospital in an ambulance um, <laughs> no. I had surgery they put my leg back together and uh, I have a I have an ortho appointment tomorrow where I was warned to take painkillers beforehand so that sounds oh. fun
2: <laughs> well are you feeling a little bit better since the uh, since the accident at least?
0: yeah yeah the pain's totally gone i'm just like extremely uncomfortable in the splint in terms of like sweating into it and like skin irritation um but i even played some dota this week so i'm very happy okay nice why don't we talk about that in the
2: next segment of the podcast
0: yeah let's talk about how dota made us feel
1: <laughs> oh, look
0: at it So I'll start because I got to play Dota. I was away for like two weeks. I couldn't sit at my desk. Uh, it was awful. But I played some Centaur. Have oh, you all heard nice. about this guy?
1: Yeah.
2: I'm a believer in the shard. Is that what you
0: were uh, you were doing? I did buy the shard, but it didn't even matter. Vanguard centaur is awesome.
1: And what does a uh, centaur shard do now?
0: It, uh, it adds a slow to his
2: double-edge and increases his health. There's strength by a percentage or his health. I forget which. S- it
0: it's strength. I didn't realize he added a slow.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty negligible. It's only like 15 or 20%.
0: Uh-huh. But Not bad, though.
2: Yeah, and and the the amount of he- uh, strength that you gain uh, increases with the number of heroes you hit with your double edge. Oh and, like, wow! These, they're they're like stacks that you can have like a maximum of five of. So if you like hit a meepo, you like increase your health by four <laughs> thousand. <almost. laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's pretty ridiculous, but the hero is strong regardless. Yeah. So have you yeah. found any pairings, or did you play have any games that were memorable?
0: Uh, I had two games. I just picked Centaur in both. Um, my legs started to hurt after the second game, so I, I chilled out. But it was uh, you just get a Vanguard. You go like first item Vanguard. You start like Bracer and Tangos. And then nothing can kill you. I was up in one of the games I was up against a Luna. And maybe you know this because you've been playing a lot of Luna, Zach. Um, or you do, Charlene, because you just know everything.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if Luna hits a centaur and takes return damage, and then the glaive bounces back to the centaur, does she take return damage again? No. I don't
1: think so. It My doesn't favorite.
0: count as an attack, I think. Ah, okay. Well, she was miserable anyway. Yeah. And once I got the vanguard and hit level, I think it was six, might have been seven. I could stand in front of tier one towers and they would take more damage than they dealt to me and i would end up like net positive unless people were (laughs) right clicking me and if they were right clicking me i could still stand there like it's absolutely nuts you just buy a vanguard and then a hood and you just walk around nothing can kill you it was super fun i got mvp i had 27 assists just by like (laughs) not ever dying it was fantastic and i used to play centaur a lot Back when we had that goofy, back I guess when the ability was actually called Return. Now that I mouse over it, I see it's Retaliate. Um, yeah, you just—I did seventeen hundred damage to a Wind Ranger when she used her alt on me at one point.
1: It was mm-hmm. fantastic. <laughs> it was so much fun. Wow. I, I feel like
2: the, I, feel like the uh, I don't die meta is pretty strong right now. You see like a lot of like specters and. Mm -hmm. like ursas or like even carries that will like build to just be like as big and hard as big and hard to deal with as possible because um a lot of this like initiation has been taken away so it's just kind of like straight up team fights it feels like right now so if you're too big to fail
0: yeah and and, uh he was particularly good against luna just because whenever she would fire off eclipse, I would just hit my ult, and we would all run away, and then the eclipse would burn out. Um, he just matched up against her so well. It was great. The first game went well, too, but we ended up losing. But it was You cool. were just
1: getting warmed up.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was uh, quite a while with that Dota.
2: Charlene! Do that pl- oh, sorry, I'm go sorry. ahead. I was going to ask if you were going to play more Dota in the near future, or do you find it too uncomfortable?
0: Nah, I could probably play. Uh, This weekend i got to go. We had a family vacation planned, and so my wife and children are going with her family on the vacation. uh, (laughs) Because I don't want to sit in a cabin uh, alone for three days because I can't do the outdoor stuff. I'm going to go hang out with my mom, but it's Mother's Day in the USA, so that's nice, too.
1: Nice. That's sweet.
0: Yeah. But I will play at some point pretty soon, maybe tomorrow night or something. Maybe I'll take Centaur out for another spin. Uh, Charlene, how is uh, yeah? How's Dota made you feel?
1: Um, Dota's been all right. I've kind of just gone back to my roots and just playing heroes that I like. So it's been a lot of Marana and a lot of CM, <laughs> <Like Nice>. occasional <laughs> Lich. Um, but it's it's been good. I've been playing like exclusively Turbo games and mm. had a decent run. And I think um. Just the Dota universe needs balance, so it's been putting Bay and I up against like more difficult stacks recently. So the last couple of days weren't as great. Uh, just last night we played against like an Owie stack, and I, 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 I don't need that. <laughs> I just don't need Owie picking Invoker, even though Invoker Wex got nerfed and and going like ten and something, like ten and zero, and like a lot of assists. It was a miserable game, but. Wow. Um, there's one game in particular where I came up against a build that I just hadn't seen before, and it was a life stealer that got like first major item radiance after he got his uh, face boots, and I was just like, "That's kind of weird," but okay, like I I, I kind of get it, I guess. And then he went ags, and mm. we, and for those of you who don't know, and I didn't know until this game, his new ags. Makes it so that he can infest enemy heroes and just live inside the enemy hero and still like get his um, auto attacks off, including gold, red whatever like the the thing that slows you, mm-hmm. right? So he he and the radiance burn was still going. So he literally he bought a a shadow blade and then upgraded that <laughs> later to a uh, silver's edge and also a blink, which he again upgraded later to. Uh, an overwhelming blink, and would just get on you, infest you, and burn you from the inside. <laughs> he just couldn't do anything. It was terrible. I hated it. Eventually, we like would try once he did once he did that. We would try to like TP home to bring him back with us, and it never worked. He would just like uninfest um, slash. Later, he also got a basher, so he would just bash you out of your TP anyway. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> um, you know,
0: you know that, you know, I guess it doesn't work with the Radiance, but I saw uh a Rizpoll video where he was doing it. And every opponent would buy a ghost scepter.
1: Um. Mm.
0: But the Radiance would still burn through the ghost scepter. Right,
1: the Radiance might hotter, still burn. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh it just felt miserable though. Like I I just had no idea what to do that game. Uh, Have you guys ever encountered that at all?
2: I've never seen the Lifestealer eggs outside of that Bull video that dropped like a week ago.
1: Um, I just, I I, I didn't know.
2: (laughs) I don't understand. It doesn't look very good, to be honest. It looks... (laughs) It looks like right? Luna's uh, <laughs> shard, except you have to pay for Agonim's price, and you like commit your body to it. Where like yeah. you 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 pop out like even if you kill them, you pop out like a, you know a thousand units away from where you were originally, and the enemy gets to control where that is. So you can just like kind of be baited into your demise very quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big fan of it, but it so- it's really meme-y. It's like it's
1: definitely one of the best meme-y. memes. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed, like the,
0: it. <laughs> it seemed like the it seemed like the video was predicated on his buddy playing Alchemist and gifting him the Ag so he'd have Ag's Desso at like thirteen minutes.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Yeah. And that would be like OP, but also Mimi. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but anyways, that that was uh my weekend <laughs> Sam, what about you?
2: Well, I didn't play Aoi again this week, um, but...
1: (laughs) I took him off off your hands. (laughs) Yeah, right?
2: (laughs) You you, you you took him for a spin. Um, But I did play some, like, really odd games. I was on a 12-game losing streak. Nice. Yeah. um, Between, like, just playing random Dota, like, tilted Dota, and, like, from a laptop at my partner's house. um, Mm -hmm. And then... I came back and started playing again this week and yeah, I just in the first game I had this morning, I started the game 16 or 17 and 0. And nice. I got a yeah, I got a 20 I got a 20 minute rampage, which is like my first rampage in about 3 years and <laughs> It wasn't just, like, any Rampage. It was, like, 100% like me, like, unassisted, diving, like, high ground, like, without my team. Just without Chrono, even, because I was playing Faceless Void. And I set up the play. It felt really good. Um, So that was fun. And then uh, last night I got drafted in RD2L uh, for next season.
0: Ah, what does that mean?
2: So I think we've talked... I talked about this on the pod last week, but it's like a it's like a player draft, so there are some captains that sign up and I signed up as a player and there's like four rounds um, of like weighted drafting Um, so I got drafted in the third round Um, new team, I don't really know any of my teammates, it's going to be interesting and simultaneously tonight I'm supposed to play the grand finals for this season of RD2L Um,
0: oh, good luck
2: yeah, thank you we'll see how it goes um i don't know
1: do you know what position you'll be playing yet like who your team is or what role you'll be Um, playing
2: i think i'll be playing five but there's also a chance that i play three or four um but even though i've been practicing carry a ton i don't think that like because we have like an immortal and a divine player i think Uh, they'll probably get precedent for for safe lane you know yeah and i'm not that great of a safe laner yet i think Need some more practice. But yeah. Otherwise pretty boring week.
0: Oh. Well, how about everything else that happened in the world of Dota beyond our feelings? Why don't we do the news?
1: (laughs) To read the future, I need entries.
0: Sam, do you want to take us through some of these news items?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I think that the most important things we could possibly talk about are um, the crazy new meta developments. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> it, Including, I, th- I think this was a d- division, I don't know if it was upper or lower Chinese division, um, but there was a game in which the one of the teams smoked and took the safe lane T1 tower uh, at zero minutes. So the safe lane, the safe laner had to go to lane without a tower. Um, I can, I can say that this totally ruins their game. Um, I was <laughs> playing, I played a game of this earlier where we did the same exact thing, and we had a, there, there was a safe lane monkey king, and I was playing Snapfire. I just like after taking the tower, there was no way for him to TP to the lane or to even walk up because I have a little shredder and he can't trade into that. So I literally just stood like. 1500 units in front of the wave and he had to stand at his t2 tower and then tp'd uh, top and was level one <laughs> until i think four or five minutes so while this is still in the game this is something that totally like i it it doesn't make any sense and it destroys dota as we know it i think
1: <laughs> yeah
2: so i don't expect this to stay
1: <laughs> um what change do you think like do you think they're just gonna up Door protection from minutes or, or like what oh there's no backdoor be... protection. On I know one. so like do you think they're gonna add that in or uh, how do they actually break this?
2: You know I I think that you could add backdoor protection to tier one towers because it's not actually that difficult and in the early game you you like generally are using creeps to push it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what would be really annoying is in the late game when you just like you know you sometimes you don't take the. Off lane T1 tower until like 30 40 minutes into the game just because you didn't really have enough map control to do it earlier mm-hmm. and now it's like brutally tough to you, I mean not now but like if we were to in, if we were to introduce that it would be brutally tough to like take that late in the game where like well because it doesn't really matter I think that it like it's kind of annoying Seven. and I don't think that
1: Before we get ahead of ourselves, um, I think we kind of just jumped into it. There's this, um, I think there are two teams that I've seen it, seen do this. Um, Yeah, one of them Mm -hmm. is a Chinese team. I can't remember what the other one was, but I think it was like a Tier 3 or Tier 2 Dota scene. But um, basically they do have a Nature's Prophet and then also an Abaddon, I think, were the core ones. And then um, you kind of switch it out for who else you want and in the Chinese one I, I did see that they ran ran it with like a Luna and a Snapfire um for I guess just aura and and fast attack speed. But they're able to just use their nature's profit to spawn some treants that tank the tower as soon as um they can and they just go to the tower, all five of them with treants that are tanking it and then they just hit the tower <laughs> and <laughs> they, they take the enemy safely <laughs> so
2: yeah I I think there are some changes you could make like increasing tower damage to like unit, uh, player units or something but I think yeah. it might destroy some heroes like right, Chad, for yeah. example or, you know what I mean, that rely on being able to tank the tower later in the game with mm-hmm. their yeah. units um, I actually don't know if there's like a clean solution to this other than maybe like, um, I don't know, you could just up the armor by like one or two.
0: What if you just, I mean, I think you could just add backdoor until 30 seconds, which is about when the creeps meet. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. then if you're doing this at 30 seconds, when the creeps have already met in the other lanes, you're just destroying your own game too. Yeah. And so it might not be worthwhile anymore.
1: Maybe I there's going to be an evolution of the meta where you also get like an earth shaker and a clockwork as part of your team to <laughs> delay your creeps so that you can still take the tower, <laughs> but your creeps haven't gotten there yet.
0: Yeah, or you, you fissure block the opponent's <laughs>
1: creeps.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, this makes sense because if, if you fissure block and like cogs the enemy creeps, your creeps are going to run into the enemy tower, giving you even more fodder to throw oh yeah tower.
1: why am i doing it the reverse way duh yeah yeah you have
2: to block the i just creeps.
1: i don't know i also uh, i know this isn't the point of the conversation but um the whole creeps don't aggro until like timer in game i actually yeah. don't like that because it makes it so that um there can be like pre-harass <laughs> before laning stage and the creeps yeah. don't mm-hmm. aggro i don't know it it just like, seems like a workaround might not be easy. <laughs> Maybe something more fundamental needs to change about early, early laning stage Dota. Huh.
2: Yeah, I think that they're trying to not bring back weird metas we've already seen, right? Like like the creep dragging meta, yes. where like Ugh. it would be 30 seconds into the game, and like you'd be screaming at your Bristleback if he wasn't like, at the enemy's tier (laughs) 3 mid-tower or something ridiculous, right? Like, you, like, I don't think anybody thinks, other than, like, extreme pro players, think it's fun to, like, drag three creep waves into, like, a stacked neutral camp and, like, do some shenanigans to, like, clear it all. To, like, have them kill each other and to to mess with the equilibrium. But I think that, um, the like, as to, like, the pre-creep, like, uh, shuffles, like, I think that there's a certain amount of um uncom like discomfort in positioning at like prior to the creeps meeting, and people mm-hmm. don't think about like oh, there's nothing defending me if I'm not like literally under my tower right now. And it used to be a, I guess a bigger thing when the the runes were close by and you had like a lot of aggressive plays, but sure.
0: yeah.
2: now it's like really awkward. I I hate the like mechanic of just having to run. Like 30 seconds to your tower after you get the room. Yeah. I wish there was oh, like yeah. some, some like, I wish they gave us like a a freebie TP. You know what I mean? Like they, mm-hmm. like this TP will expire after one minute into the game. But ah. you can use it to get to lane. Like that to me seems like a pretty smart solution.
0: One other thing I'm noticing as I'm just watching this Chinese team do this in a DPC match on loop. <laughs> the, the the defending team has an enchantress and she grabs one of the Furion trees mm-hmm. and that enchantress buffed Furion tree like almost solo kills the opposing team's Luna. Like just it just like mans up on the Luna. <laughs> That's so good. Like the Luna yeah. like can't kill it. I just realized how like ridiculous that was.
2: Yeah, enchantress <laughs> creeps are no are no joke. They, yeah. Yeah. I think the worst is like you get you, you like a level one Chen versus level one Enchantress, and you you take the Chen creep, oh. and then you have like super monster oh.
0: creep. Oh wow, yeah. I remember when Enchantress like first got Enchant redone, and I was just playing something, and I grabbed one of those birds with the armor aura, yeah. and mm-hmm. the tier one tower couldn't kill it because it, <laughs> it had like eleven armor or something. It was granting armor to everything else. And I was like, this seems <laughs> very good.
2: Well, I think we can talk about the other early game development. I haven't yeah. seen this one pro match yet, but um, T Governor, our, our favorite lad, yeah. uh, he he posted a video of him completing a, essentially a level one, less than a minute uh, Roche attempt, hmm. with, and he did it without using Pango, or sorry, without using Ursa, instead using Pango. Oh, but, uh, wow. Yeah. Um, and I guess the, the full roster was Pango, Shadowfin, Weaver, Snapfire, Bristleback. But I think that I, I, I talked about this maybe on the podcast once or twice, or maybe it was just in discord, but I'm ready for this to come back. I think that this is like a really exciting, <laughs> throwy kind of like risky gamble that I think makes the game really exciting. And maybe it doesn't need to be like actually good, but if, even if it's just like, vi- if it's like poten- potentially viable or like possible.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I think Mm -hmm. I'm happy. So I don't think that they should try to take this out of the game in any way.
0: You know what the common denominator is in all these? It's, I assume, Little Shredder. And the crazy Minus Armor that Snapfire can put out at level 1. Right?
2: Yes and no. Um, Because you could probably do it with, like, Gush. or Hmm. um, I mean, Venge's... Like, Minus Armor isn't as good, but it's, like, comparable. The The Little Shredder is definitely helpful. It happens to be good right now, but I don't... But I think that the, the nerfs have been, like, pretty appropriate to it. It's not, like... <laughs> it's not good in the game, just good in these two specific situations, right?
0: Right. Yeah, actually, I'm watching the video now that you linked to. And uh, it does involve an SF going Presence of the Dark Lord level 1, so... <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey,
2: hey, but he also gets the Aegis. You have to realize. That it's like, <laughs> I think level like he comes out of Roche. I think not level one. I'm not uh. sure if that's true, but I don't think he's level one after it. Oh yeah, he's level, he's level level two and a half. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's he's doing just fine. But I think you have oh, to get yeah. the kill onto Roche, or you don't get the XP.
0: Well, yeah, they ran out of the pit, so he was the only one in XP range. Also, the uh. bristleback fed. Ruin, yeah, I,
2: that was unnecessary. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I, you should go look up the the clip if you haven't seen it yet. Um, just because it's a good a good time. But there's definitely a way to perfect this and make it uh, so that way you're not like feeding randomly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we mentioned the uh, the patch, I guess, in the changes to Little Shredder. Um, oh yeah. Seven point two nine C. Anything you... is of note?
1: Uh, Beastmaster.
2: (laughs) Oh, thank god. I think is the main one.
1: So, Beastmaster, um, if people weren't aware, was plaguing Dota everywhere. (laughs) In which um, his, his scepter just grants all this bonus damage with wild axes and also affects the cooldown. So he just, as soon as he receives his axes back, he can just throw it out again. Is that right? Am I saying it right?
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Yeah, so um in seven point two nine C they've updated it so that Scepter no longer provides the bonus damage at least. So they're not there's not like ridiculous stacking. And I guess the mechanic there is specifically that um wild axes like based on the number is it number of units that it goes through? Like Beastmaster himself gets
0: his, bonus. His number of wild axes hits. Uh puts stacks on enemies that are Percentage damage amp,
2: and the the scepter used to provide like a plus thirty or previously plus forty straight up damage to the axe. On
1: top of that, yeah. So now, like, you still get the thing, but now Beastmaster has to be able to go up and hit them and like benefit off of it, not just do all that wild damage with his wild axes.
2: You can (laughs) no longer be smoked and sitting (laughs) on top of like high grounds for the entire game. Thank you. Did,
1: did right. you guys
0: see that pro game where one team picked Beastmaster? It was NA uh, NA and the uh, and like the only thing the other team could do was pick Rubick mid, just to do Wild Axes more. <laughs> and then Rubick stole Wild Axes, and the other team just literally let Rubick's steal timeout before they tried high ground. <laughs> it that's, was such a dumb thing.
1: That's hilarious. I guess that's the classic. Like if you can't beat it then just pick Rubik and do it better
2: yeah <laughs> the... built-in countermeasure
1: yeah
0: oh, so dumb
1: oh, I my think uh there were oh sorry go ahead
0: uh sorry yeah my my uh excitement about seven two nine c is that they didn't nerf vanguard
1: oh of Ooh. course yeah said so like what... a true centaur player yeah <laughs>
0: so for the, for those who might not know vanguard um got upped so the the likelihood of blocking damage was increased i think the amount of damage got buffed that is blocked uh, and it got cheaper uh, so it's buffed in like every respect and then centaur buys it and they didn't nerf any aspects of that they nerfed uh centaur's hoof stomp cooldown at low levels but like Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, at my level, two seconds is not going to be the difference. Um, And then you could still do the the doofy buy a Vanguard and stand in front of towers thing. So, I mean, for the game, that's probably bad because that's stupid, but it's stupid that I enjoy, so I'm happy (laughs) about it.
1: (laughs) Enjoy it while it lasts.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah,
2: they've... uh... They put in some, some quiet nerfs to heroes that I think deserve them. Hoodwink, kind of like a, a subpar support last patch, and got some buffs in like the the secondary patches, but now the radius on Bushwhack is back up to, I think, where it was previously. The stun hmm. got buffed at all levels, and the projectile sp- speed got buffed by, like, 20%. That's, That's yeah, pretty I played, big. <laughs> I played some games of it earlier today, and I think it ruins, like, one of the elite combos for hoodwink but that's probably good for the average player because nobody was gonna land that combo anyway um but yeah this i feel like this hero feels like actually fun to play and it's like probably competitively viable and then the other yeah i i think it's good um i think that this i think that you'll start seeing this picked competitively um and then because there's not a lot of like ranged 4s, I think, that are really strong right now. And mm-hmm. this hero feels a good niche. Um, and then Lycan, they buffed his movement speed by 10 and buffed his damage talent. I think that this is like an additional 10 movement speed that he's getting. And this is a hero that doesn't like to buy boots and that oftentimes is like, sitting at like, no movement speed when you don't have your ult. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. He, came, he seems... Maybe back on the up, uh, I saw a game of Matumbo Man going like armlet Deso, I think, and that was not how I like to see the hero played. But <laughs> cool. we know how you like to
0: see the hero played. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's, I, I'm I'm sad that Micro is not like in this patch. It's not this. It's not a zoom meta.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not. Yeah. What if it is though? What if Beastmaster?
1: I mean they or took out the ultimate it? zoo thing right? Because Necrobook is gone
2: <laughs> Well he has Helm of the Overlord now and they <laughs> buffed and the he, and talent he, And he can it. make
1: his own puppies so yeah.
2: little I think mini the, zoo Yeah between that and the, the the changes to Shard this hero could still be viable but probably as an offlaner or like a weird pos4 support
1: I mean He's I master. also think Wolfbite is hilarious I uh, like him right?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm talking uh, about uh, Beast, but... Oh, the, sorry. <laughs> no, but, no, but the Wolf Bite is really funny, and I think that you could... I could also see this hero becoming competitively viable for that reason. Like, I think that... I think it's PL is, like, ridiculously strong with this buff, um, because hmm. your illusions get it too, I think. What? So they all have crits, and they all have... Um, oh, my goodness. Like, m- ...really high movement speed, and... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm trying to think what what other heroes are like really really strong
1: i played against uh an am that got wolf bitten which was annoying um oh to to clarify lycan's eggs gives him a new spell where he can turn an ally into a wolf that has crit i think on their attack is that right yeah like they'll have
2: yeah. a chance for crit and... yeah they are obviously the movement speed. And is both. Yeah, yeah,
1: and they're a little wolf. Um so they still like have their own items and thus like attack modifiers or anything else that works with their hero. So if if you have like a wolf bitten PL, he'll still get doppelganger and I guess have the chance of spawning other wolves. Is that right? And yeah, you
2: can I'm pretty sure he gets Wolves and not like just. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I I'd, I'd have to test it. Um, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: and I, I think it you could also an do AM like CM you, who just sticks. Shark oh shark. CM with a shark. Oh,
0: that's the one I saw. Oh. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the
2: secretly broken one. So I saw a little a,
1: fast CM running around who can move with her her ultimate going.
0: Yeah. I have a question. Um, yes. Sure. Um, well, I have a statement and a question. The statement is, Sam, whenever we play, I'm not letting you pick anything but Lycan now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> we have to do all these stupid things. <laughs> and then, uh, the question is, is wolf bite an ultimate ability or not? Or could you have an allied Morphling by an Ags and turn into the Lycan and get Wolfbite?
1: bite? Whoa. Whoa. And my understanding was that it's a new, new ability.
0: New spell. I don't. Or is it are, like dependent on the alt, and so it wouldn't work for Morphling? I, I mean,
2: I, Are there any other? I, what I'd like to know is: Are there any other instances of Morphling getting an additional spell already? Like if he. I don't I,
0: know. I, I, hmm. I don't know the the console commands to spawn things and practice mode so i can never do it
2: yeah i'm like sitting here in demo trying to do it um, i mean
1: <laughs> i'm looking at lichen's uh dota dota page wiki thing right now and in the notes it suggests that attributes of wolfbite are heavily linked to shapeshift the ultimate so like in mm. ability draft you can only get wolfbite if you've also drafted shapeshift and ah. and it also says if ship is not learned, the ally goes through transformation time but does not actually transform. So, oh,
0: uh, okay. I mean yeah, that I doesn't answer the... the
1: question because it's obvious that they're linked, but I'm not sure in terms of morphling being able to steal it. How that works.
0: Yeah, I'm picturing Morphling biting someone, them turning into a wolf, but then not getting any of the, like, attributes of it. They just mm-hmm. look like a wolf. They don't get, like, the crit. And the what HP if they turn know. into Morphling?
1: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Because, like, what if Wolf Bite is coded just, like, turn them into hero that bit? <laughs> yeah. That'd,
0: that'd be great, because then you could, uh, it's good for people with uh, laptops, because Morphling has, like, eight triangles in his model, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I I have a
2: question. Yes. So, the Rubik Arcana, right? It's supposed to change one spell of every hero in the game. Supposed to yeah.
1: Play.
0: In theory, yeah
2: I've never seen some of the spells, including like, what? What could it possibly be? I don't but know. This hero has like no effects. Like, it does do you turn into like a weird like green like wolf in your ultimate?
0: I bet or it's just a green. I bet it's just a green wolf. That sucks. Yeah, Because it's not one of the big ones Like Every couple levels with the Arcana there's a large ability mm-hmm. Like Macro Pirate 8 um, And that one is, is really Really customized Whereas the others are just kind of like Green instead It's so pay to lose isn't it But
1: It is I still love it <laughs> It is pay to lose there's there's a wiki page saying so like it... all the different things that Rubik um, can steal that then gets customized, but
2: It's not his wolf or his uh Oh wait, never mind, I don't have the Arcana equipped. Why am I doing this? I, <laughs> I was like I was like testing it out, I was like, oh
0: none of these are working. I'm I'm too poor for this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have the Arcana at full level, right?
1: Australian? I do, yeah. Actually, I have it at like 42.5 wins. Oh. I don't know how that happened. I think it kept counting after for some reason. And I was just like, okay.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I guess if they come out with new ones, you're like already there.
1: Um, I mean, Shapeshift is not... Uh, sorry, Shapeshift is on the list, and I think it just turns Rubik into a green wolf.
2: That's sad. I was hoping it would, like... I don't know, something more interesting, but I don't know what it would be.
1: Oh, yep, there it is. And he has little green auto- like, green green eyes, and his auto-attacks still look like Rubik's. And he's tinier. Aww. He's a tinier wolf.
2: Oh. I need... Okay, now I need to see this. Yeah. <laughs> this like,
1: I think it's like kind of like Dragon Knight, where if you steal um, that, <laughs> yeah. you, you turn into a little tiny dragon. I've never seen
2: these. Probably because they're... Well, no, actually, I have seen the Dragon Knight one, but I haven't seen it in the Arcana, I guess. Mm. I don't know. I... I feel like these are generally pretty worthless spells to steal on Rubik, so you will <laughs> Sometimes like, never it's see it's about
1: it. the, the memes, not about <laughs> winning the that's game. True.
0: That's true. Um, yeah, that's true. That's why you so, don't have the Rubik Arcana. Because <laughs> you need the, the true Rubik Arcana mindset, which is, I have a special spell that changes color. That is the one I am stealing. Before dreams, <laughs> always, always.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I... I don't think I, I have. I don't have any Arcanas other than the ones you get from battle pass, um, and I haven't gotten them any of those anyway. So mm. I'm looking forward to getting some more this year, hopefully. But no mm. battle pass yet.
0: Someday. someday. someday.
2: But in the meantime, there has been some pro Dota going on. Uh, I wanted to ask both of you what you thought of NA team the cut.
1: Uh, who's on the cut?
2: <laughs> it is. It's at
0: your boy Speed, right?
2: No, 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 no. That's I think Electronic Boys. Um, ah, let me look at the full roster so I don't, I don't yeah, maybe. Uh, get it wrong. So <laughs>
0: there are the, two MA teams, but yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so this is uh, it's Scourge McDuck, Lil' Nick. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Tingle King,
0: <laughs> Tingle- Ball,
2: and Pingu, um, who I think is a different Pingu than the one I know. Hopefully, um, but. <laughs> little nick is i guess the the highlight of this team um they think they're currently oh and four in series so not doing so hot <laughs> but um are you guys excited to see a young professional player on the scene
1: i know yeah, nothing definitely. about this team so oh uh... oh
2: little nick <laughs> is like a 16 year old oh
1: little baby okay yeah. new no-
2: yeah, something like that. He he looks adorable, and he's like I oh, don't know, little plushy baby. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think he's he's not there yet. But maybe I mean, he's been like uh, I guess trending upwards since he was like fifteen, um, and
1: hopefully we yeah. do it right this time because I feel like Sumail kind of kind of went the fame to l- let the fame go to his head, and maybe we'll do it right with with little Nick and make sure that he. Grows up, not being a victim Incited. of <laughs> yeah, yeah of fame.
2: Yeah, oh, I, there's no way you could possibly grow up to be a victim of fame with a name like <laughs> Little Nick, right? He's yeah. not not aiming to be a rapper.
0: He's not. He's not using his own first name as his daughter. name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he has Lil' in front of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, yeah, what happened to Sumail? Like. I just read something today, and they were saying that I guess Seb had like really good things to say about Sumail, and then someone else was saying that they were surprised that Nygma didn't pick up Sumail. Um, so it doesn't seem like there's lots of bad blood between Sumail and people, but
2: he's... so I think that I'm going to cite this to Scansover. Oh, I think I think I so. saw so tweet it, but apparently there's like some contract holdbacks. Regarding Sumail. Huh. So he's he stood in for some teams, you know, in the past few months. But he yeah. hasn't, like, secured, like, a, a final resting... I don't know, a final resting place, but a, um, <laughs> you know, an, a, a new team, a new squad to, like, really, uh, like, get going. I think mostly because he's probably holding out for the right kind of money or the right, like, situation, right? When you're yeah. already that successful and you, like, I don't know. Had a, had a relatively su- successful Dota career, have yeah. a decent amount of money. You're looking to, like, w- reasons to keep going and to to stay in the professional circuit, I guess. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I, I, I don't want to, like, project on t- too much onto, like, professional players, but I think yeah. it's fair for him to want to hold out for, like, the right team and the right contract and not just, like, end up on some random squad just because DPC deadline came up.
0: Yeah, and then you're with like fear and Brax. (laughs) Yeah, it's like who's what's going even what's even happening. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, and you can't join OG, right? Because you know you're going to get cut for Anna. So that's why he didn't join OG. (laughs) Like it's going to happen.
2: Yeah, I don't like. I mean, do you guys have an idea of like a team that might be right for him? Like if you if you could play Sumail where would you put him? Hmm. That's a good question. Do you even know the region?
0: Uh, I, I don't think it would be NA, because there's only two good teams, and they're, like, full up. And, like, I think it would be a uh, disservice to him to stick him with, like, players I like, but, uh, you know, like Monkeys and Z-Freak and stuff, but it's, he's not going to win with that.
2: Yeah, I, I... I have a, uh, I don't know, usually when you see, like, I don't want to say, like, late career, but, like, relatively developed players, they join teams and, like, or accept trades, accept uh, contracts, like, for very specific reasons. And so I'm wondering if, like, Sumail has, like, a place that he feels more comfortable in, like, whether that's, like, a certain region or he, like, has a desire to, like, be on top of the region. Like, he's almost, like, historically always been, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if that's the case, then he probably wants to, you know, stay in North America or go to, like, South America or something. Um, I don't know if, like, EU seems a little bit too dicey for that, like, if that's his goal. Um, but yeah. maybe if he just wants to, like, like continue honing his teeth and, like, playing in, like, the most, like, quote-unquote active regions, he, he stays
0: in Europe. Um, you, could, you could put him on undying. Yeah. I mean, with, like, you'd have to kick tomato or brile, which is unfortunate
1: oh that is sad but the
0: rest of the team that'd be i mean i think that would potentially kick them up into maybe making a major territory
1: here's a question okay do do you think Sumail and yawar will ever play together
2: well they have haven't they
1: they They have
2: yeah I like officially
1: on a roster together for the team
2: I think for a very short period of time they played on an, a, an official roster together. Oh, okay. Oh wow. I don't know if they. I'm. I'm. I mean, I gotta like look up um, to back that up. But I remember them at least playing series together. Um, whether that was a, as a stand-in or not, um, I'm not sure.
1: Mm, okay. Sorry, I cut you off. Though, what were you gonna say, Sam?
2: Oh, um, I didn't really have anything else. I was gonna ask if you if you think that Sumail is gonna be at TI
1: oof I don't know because TI like, should be August? <laughs> it's kind of yeah. kind of cutting it close
2: I think vaguely right. after a third DPC season is what people expect yeah
0: right I think I, he'll be there in the uh, Quincy crew fan box for his brother
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I
0: think he'll be there as a as a fan
2: yeah, they'll, they'll invite him back for, like, the Dendy treatment. He'll, like, play a bot or two. Walk off stage.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, they should do that. Like him in, like, ROTK. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, or, like, put him in the All-Star game for some reason. Like, I don't
0: know. I, yeah. I,
2: honestly, it's funny to me how they managed to include Dendy in so many TIs after, like, way after his, like, true relevancy. I love <laughs> yeah. that guy. He
0: seems very nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Alright, um, you want to get into some noobs ass noobs?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is, always prepare for war!
0: Alright, first question. is from Luther. What is your favorite non-DOTA game? As much as the joke is that Dota players don't play anything other than Dota, uh, we only like Dota here. And so we probably do have some (laughs) things that we enjoy. Charlene, what's your favorite non Dota game?
1: Oh, man. Okay. See, like favorite, anything superlative, I really got to think about. So, like (laughs) favorite, I'm going to define favorite as something that I can go back to and play without getting bored of so like uh yeah. yeah so i would probably on that premise say pokemon mm. just okay. because um they the story even though the story arc is the same you go through these gym battles you do the thing um you can always like challenge yourself a little bit or like get a new team each time or something yeah, yeah. do you
2: have a favorite generation ooh
1: well i probably is it gen 2 like soul silver or the silver gold Mm -hmm. one just because that was the first game i played and i felt like i got so much out of it because in that game they also packaged gen one
2: yeah that's a a bit of a a, um i don't know a cheesy way to (laughs) like
1: like get like get people back into into the game like i don't know
2: uh I guess there's a lot you could say about like Gen 1 versus Gen 2 Pokemon. But yeah. I, I actually Pokemon was the first game I ever played too. Um, yeah. I played Pokemon Sapphire when mm-hmm. um, I bought like a, a fresh Game Boy when I was like 6 or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my favorite non-Dota game is probably the original Dark Souls. Um, I've played probably a thousand hours of that in high school with wow. a bunch of friends. And just like could play it literally as inebriated as evenly <laughs> possible, um, could play it like pretty much blindfolded at this point. I think um, <laughs> like I haven't picked the game up in like a year, and I would I would one hundred percent right now go start to finish a, a Dark Souls run.
0: Um, yeah, love that. Game. That's awesome. It's awesome. I think my favorite right. Uh right now it's probably Cities Skylines if that's a game I think you could make an argument that it's just kind of a sandbox um, and it's more of like a toy than a game but I really enjoy playing that uh, and then if you have to have a game i got to go with Civilization 4 IV, mm. uh, which I've mentioned on the podcast before it's my favorite one of the Civilization games and it's uh, absolutely the number two hours played thing that I have in Steam uh, I still play it even though it came out Oh man, it came out like when I was in law school, like God knows how long ago.
1: It's got longevity.
2: Have pl- yeah. Have you played Crusader Kings, Jim? Uh no. All right. Maybe one day I will. I'll. I'll secretly get you into uh, CK two or three. It's like a. It's very fun. Kingdom management, basically.
0: Oh yeah, I think. I had a demo of it once. And it looked really cool, but I just didn't have the time at that point to invest. Yeah, no, it's
2: definitely like a you lose six (laughs) hours at a time type of game. Uh, Speaking my
0: language. I'll check that out. Uh, Next question from Rex Cow. What is your secret talent?
2: Uh, Sand, you have a secret talent. So I've only been in one talent show ever. You've been, oh, in,
1: a you've been in a talent show. You've been
2: in a talent show. Like okay, okay, okay. This was a talent show organized by like my coworkers. Of, like, Doesn't you know, matter.
1: Some, like, it's still a talent show. People, it, counts, which it counts.
2: I think everybody was expected to have a talent. So my talent was my my roommate and I at the time we bought identical chipotle burritos and then speed ate them, um, <laughs> and so I finished my burrito in fifty two seconds. And he finished his burrito, and I finished his as like a, you finished his burrito, like a smear in the face. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, he like, he like went to go throw up, and I like was like, nah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm still hungry, bro. So, and the funny thing is, like, this is it's not as if like I tried to like, uh, like I don't know, develop this talent of like eating burritos very quickly and efficiently, but I just do it like. Almost every time I get a burrito, I like find it Is hard to hold it in my hands for less than two minutes.
1: Is it only burritos? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, so I many mean,
1: questions. It's a, I'm a fast
2: <laughs> eater in general.
1: Okay, okay. Because
2: I, I don't know. I have a bunch of siblings and.
1: But you've perfected me, like, the art form with burritos. <laughs> I
2: that I can I can tell you like I I remember it very clearly. I did not let a single thing drop out of that
1: burrito when I ate it. <laughs>
2: Like, and, and that, that is something that I, I'm, I'm truly impressed with whenever I, I'm able to do that. And I did, you know, yeah, <laughs> I love burritos, man.
1: Jim, I don't know how we follow up. <laughs> oh <to> God, <laughs> how am I going to follow this up? Yeah.
0: I, I don't know if I have any talents. I, uh, no, my secret talent, I'm going to say, cause my kids are always fascinated by this. As is my wife. I can like move all the muscles in my face. Like you know, <laughs> one eye, like one eyebrow up, one eyebrow down, one ear at a time, like nostrils, wow. like multiple things, like all of the face stuff that like Jim Carrey type people can do. Mm-hmm. I can do. Um, Best dad. It, That's so cool. It's, it's very dad, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it's because I spent a lot of
1: time practicing. Well, no, that, that I feel like that makes it even better.
0: <laughs> yeah, like just Hard like earned. when I was a kid, like if you're just sitting there reading or something, you can like move your eyebrows. Um, mm-hmm. And so I could do all those face things uh, if I have to. And I, I can't imagine a situation which I'd have to, but uh, when I choose to, I can. Charlene, <laughs> do you have
1: any secret talents? I, I don't know if I have any secret talents. And like, all that comes to mind is just things that people probably don't know about me. So I used to dance hula so i can do that um as part of my hula training i did have to do tahitian so like i don't know if you guys have ever seen polynesian dance but there's uh like incredible ability to isolate hip movement and Mm -hmm. with the right um attire it just like you can really exaggerate it if you have like a skirt that has volume around your hips so I'm probably not like good at it now, but probably with maybe, I don't know, like half a year of practicing I could get back into Tahitian dance. <laughs> Does that count? As a secret but, talent? Like hip hip yeah, hip movement yeah, isolation? Absolutely. Sure. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. That's super sick.
0: Yeah, I can I can move my nose. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, like I'd I'd give up the, the nose for the hip and <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> Likewise. Uh, next question, Mr. Fancy Pants asks, Dawnbreaker or Lady Dimitrescu? Uh, now, for those who don't know, Lady Dimitrescu is a villain in the new Resident Evil game. Uh, she is like a 10-foot-tall vampire woman. So I think we're verging into, we like to After Dark territory here. <laughs> um, but if, if I had to pick, I'm not into horror games generally. So I'm going to go with Dawnbreaker. Hmm. Uh, she's... I think she seems nice. I think she's a good guy. I don't know any lore of heroes so I can't even tell you if she is, but she heals her allies uh, and she radiates sunlight. I think these are all positive things, so I'm going to pick her. She's obviously like the opposite of Lady Demetrescu, right? If you have like a vampire and then like a sun lady
1: true so is the question here just like which large lady do we like is that the breakdown of the question okay i'm gonna go out of left here left field here and say um uh mrs or professor no not professor principal trunchbull from matilda i feel like she's i feel like she's misunderstood Ah. she is portrayed in matilda as you know the villain with, with the chokey and, and everything to terrorize children. But I think she just had a really terrible upbringing and, you know, didn't get to work through her feelings. And she's a large framed lady. She, like, does shot put and is very intimidating. So yes. neither is my answer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm struggling to think of... Tall or large ladies um, that would be of note um, that we haven't already mentioned. I don't know. I think Resident Evil's already horny enough. It doesn't need like another <laughs> woman to I don't know <laughs> to like salivate over like this is, like predominantly male zombie obsessed base. It's like a really yeah. weird combination to me. I don't I don't really get the get it to, to some degree. Uh, so I guess I'll go with Dawnbreaker because like metallic. It's pretty cool. I'm into the design.
0: Yeah. And in other uh large woman news, uh Brianna Stewart, the greatest women's basketball player right now, just got engaged. So <gasps> oh, congratulations. Oh, congrats. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Would, other I, large the, woman news. But well, she's like six <laughs> four. And she has like a six yeah. ten wingspan. She rules.
2: The entirety of the WNBA is better than Don yeah. Breaker or Lady Dimitrescu.
0: That's Yeah, my, I'll take yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Final answer, WNBA.
0: WNBA. WNBA. Uh, Final question. Elihu asks, list your favorite pro players for each position who would not qualify as being on tier one teams. He says, for example, he really likes 33, but he'd rank him behind, you know, Zai, Ice, 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 Mind Control, etc. I think we could just go through and list a few. I don't know if we have to list like 15. I'll start um, because everybody knows what it's going to be. I like Monkeys forever. Yeah. Um, he's my favorite. He's probably my favorite pro player. He's not that great. I mean, he's he's great, obviously, because he's a professional. But mm-hmm. he's not up with, uh, you know, the Ice 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 or or Lilice or any of the very top ones. Um, but I like him. He seems like a very nice boy. Um, and he's PMA. I have a controversial pick. Oh. Go for it.
2: Um, I'm... I don't know if not now not so much, because I don't even know if he's still, like, really active on a team. But I, I used to be a huge fan of Lil, the ex-VP. The ah! Yeah. Uh, I guess antagonist, I'll call him. Um, I kind of like there being, like, a Lil villain in Dota. Okay. And I don't think that, like, most of the things Lil was doing were actually, like, that negative. Just kind of, like, flamey or, like, mm-hmm. cocky. Right. And... He played, like, really off-meta weird things like Doom 4. And <laughs> he, was, he was just, like, a delight to watch um, with the original VP stack. And mm-hmm. I kind of like watching the drama unfold. Also, he's just, like, I don't, he's he's got a good presence. You know, he, he has, like, the villain look. He's kind of, like, tall and a little dangly. has, like, you know, good, like, jawbone. I see it.
1: <laughs> I see it. The dyed
2: hair. I'm into it. <laughs>
1: nice. Um, I'm going to raise your controversial pick and okay, okay. Echo, echo questions from last week, actually, and actually say E.E. Oh. Wow. <laughs> um, E.E. is definitely someone I would never want to play with, and I'm sorry for anyone who's ever on his team, because <laughs> I imagine he's um, so, how do I say it positively, so goal-oriented that he may hurt <laughs> people's feelings in the process. Um, but I really enjoy him just because, uh, a while ago, like the 50-50 <laughs> EE memes. Oh, yeah. Like that's, that's so him. He's such a, such an exciting player to watch because you're never quite sure if what he's doing is throwy <laughs> or genius. So I've always enjoyed EE mainly about- because of how, uh, hit or miss he is.
2: Yeah, I, I I do love a good 50-50, But um, <laughs> yeah. how do how do we feel about like a uh returning you know great like uh how about an S four? Where where would you oh, rank him? Oh,
1: that that cut Steve. You wouldn't say that S four is t- uh, tier one right now.
2: I well, I think that's what I'm saying. He's like kind of coming back to tier one, I guess. Oh, okay. Um I don't. I'm not really thinking of this as like the. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that S four is the best in his position. No. But I do think he's fun and engaging to like watch, and he seems like a a positive force for these like young, Mm -hmm. these young bulls. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I like S four like the old Lions guys, but I just think S four is boring.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say he doesn't have much personality,
0: but yeah,
1: like he's very nice. But um, the heroes he plays, and this might just be. The heroes that get drafted for him, I tend to feel aren't like exciting heroes. Um, Whereas when he was a mid player, I think it was much more exciting just because by default, like mid is more of the playmaking role. But now as an offlaner, he just kind of plays, I don't know, Viper. (laughs) 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 So. eh.
2: Is there a player that you can think of that's like maximum excitement? And like minimum skill or like, you know, not definitely not up there, you know, kind of like lacking.
0: Uh, I would say EE. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess we've
2: already talked uh, about him. Like Sing Sing <laughs> yeah. comes
1: to mind as well. I know he's been streaming more recently, but he just seems to want to have fun and troll and it's always kind of exciting play. And rather than what is well, messi- Sing Sing.
2: Ah, yeah. What about Gork? I saw I saw a little bit of his uh, pro match today. Yeah. And he was getting flamed really hard at ESJ. <laughs> <laughs> um he just kind of had like random deaths like over and over and he was just like, Oh it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Like he's just like the game kept going on until it just fell apart and I feel Aww. like like uh Gork I've seen have maybe like a half dozen uh rapier losses or like pickups that totally changed it. Totally changed the game.
0: Nice. All
1: right. Um, I think that's everything, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Those are our questions. Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Charlene and Sam, for accompanying me on my return to the podcast. And uh, come check us out on Discord. We have lots of friendly people who play. We've got actually got a number of people just joining the Discord lately, so um, it's really good. Seems like. Our community's growing, at least. Woo. Uh, Watch DPC, and uh, let's all cross our fingers for a patch and maybe a battle pass. (laughs) Yes, please. All right. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.